Well, so you're saying you, uh, you you live around Toulouse, right? Yeah. And and so like if you were if you were work aside, like what if someone was going there, like say like me, yeah. more importantly, like what would you recommend would be a uh, just something relaxing to do? Like what's your ideal day in Toulouse? Toulouse. Ah, make a small visit of the capital. I think a nice place in Toulouse. Yeah. And if we have time, we have the mountain, the sea nearly of Toulouse, one hour by car. Ah. So uh, I think you can... So sort easily. of out, outdoor activities. Yes, outdoor yeah. activities. And you can visit a big uh, big town called Carcassonne. I think you already saw in some film media, medieval uh, films. Ah, right, right. Very nice, nice medieval. Are there some castles and things yeah. there? Yeah. Oh. big... I remember a lot of things about it. Well, you just, you just, uh, well, first, why don't you introduce yourself? Okay. So I'm uh, working in France, Clarem, since 19 years ago. Mm. And uh, so I have started as a developer. And now I am in the support team to help the developer. I am the global architect. All because right. in the team, we provide tooling, framework, CI, CD for the developers, so a lot of things. And I check. Uh, all is uh, consistency between uh, all the people provide. Ah, for example, right. a new language ride. I don't know, Node.js, for example. So we need to align the tooling. We need to align the framework. So you're sort of like a, a product manager for the developers. I mean, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, if you, if you think of them, well, I mean, tell me if I'm wrong, but if you think of them as the, as customers, yeah. right? Like you think about what it is they do and what they need and try yeah, to help the Clearly, uh, one pillar of uh, TechSC is to still uh, customer-centric mm. and be sure what we provide and fit for the end users. Right. And then a background as a developer is nice for that. <laughs> it's, it's, always, a <laughs> it's always good to have. What, what did you develop in? Like what languages did you Languages. languages. It was uh, Java, mostly, because uh, Java started a long time ago in France. Nothing was uh, like today. You need to build all yourself. Right. And uh, when we have started, for example, uh, when I have started... Um, if we want just to have a table and sort the table, you need to implement all in your table. Yeah, and in yeah. fact, uh, in the in the team, we have uh, started to develop uh, a set of subcomponents, like uh, was later called the GSF. Oh, right, right. And we have already set up in our France, we have called that Welcome. And I am with another guy, two guys, we have developed that. And we have spread this framework in all our France, and at, uh, I think in uh, 2010. Mm. Most of fifty uh, percent of the application use it in our France, and uh, after now is uh, of course uh, and then, and legacy then, one. And, and then it, so nice. is that is that a collection of services or what? What, what was that again that you? Just it was a tagline, in fact. Ah, okay, okay. In principle, so we have just write uh, af uh, dot dot uh, table. Oh right, right. <laughs> and that generates the table for you. You have just to say, okay, I want to sort this colon, and all the code was uh, generated. Oh, so it auto generated. It was. Very uh, nice for the date. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but today is. Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was just talking with um, someone who had been uh, working on another application, and they were describing that the application was basically a database, yeah. <laughs> right? Like a, a UI on top of a database. And I was thinking, I don't know if it was fondly, but I was remembering all the uh, you know your joins and outer joins and all your crazy SQL stuff to like pull that together and. Yeah, automating that is certainly nice. <laughs> yes, and this young when we presented that to the developers, they reduced their code to uh, by uh, two or three yeah. uh, at this time. And they quick, very fast their development. And one thing very interesting, and today very hard, 
is all the skin of each application was the same because inside the targets, I say, okay, I am a button, I am here in the screen, right. so I need to be uh, have this render, this rendering. So uh, by this way, it was very powerful for the developer because they have not to learn a brand image or things like that because all right. was behind. Right, right. Yeah, that's a good project. And right. and how like how how widely did you say the result of it is used now? Like how is it? Used? Uh, today is decreased, I think. Yeah. Because some application is rewriting, and today we are in Angular. Right. And uh, but yes, I think in uh, 2010, it was used like 50 percent. Uh, right, right, right. So it was much. So so to that end, so the team that you're on, um, I mean, do you, you think it would be fair to say you support developers, right? Like like you kind of. I don't know what you call it internally, but you support the developer services and tools and, and I'll, I'll advocate for them as it were about what the platform needs to look like. Yeah. Um, and so how, how did that team come about? In fact, well, at the beginning, when Takeshi started, I said, okay, it was uh, an entity, but uh, no problem, I'm project, I am project, I'm doing what I want. Right, exactly. You have to And it was the beginning it. like yeah. this. But what happened uh, after two or three years, in fact, when there is a, this project need a migration, if they use uh, uh, the technology I don't know, for example, Ruby. <laughs> right, right. And now we say, okay, I want to move. Ah, because now the stack of operation has changed and the developer has uh, not there right, right. now. So uh, the project manager called to Takasi and say, okay, could you please me? And we said, I'm sorry, we don't use what we provide, so we can help you. And so by this way, now the project manager say, okay, is it validated by Takasi can support us after? Right, right. And by this way, in fact... <laughs> That's always a good thing to check, right? <laughs> yeah. And by this way, now, uh, for example, when the um, project starts, we are invited to the what is called the launch meeting ah. just to be sure what the project wants to do or it's not an architect things, etc. We are more technical. Right. And we can say, okay, uh, this framework is good. Yeah, no problem. No, for, for us, it's perfect. For example, Julien does that. And, uh, and by this way, we can keep uh, our expertise level and spread, right. spread our expertise level. So and when they have problems, they can call us. And mostly, we try to find the solution. For them, and sometimes we do code review, and we can help to say, okay, it's not this way or this way. We should adapt like this. Right, right. So this is sort of like the front end of. Uh, I don't think people say governance too much anymore. Yeah, but it's the front end of governance, and in, in what 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 your team is trying to do is help the developers make sure you can support the tools and the service, the things that they use. So if there's a new thing they want to use. Uh, it's a good idea to make sure you can support it. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. And, and, and work with them early enough on, I guess, I guess over yes, lunch. We try, well, when we start new things, for example, Kafka or things like that, we try to be close with the teams to help them to start. Right. But we are not alone because sometimes there is a part of operation. So, uh, but we can help and we have a time to be sure uh, what we provide is in the right way. So we go to the conference. We, right. We try to keep the the good feeling and to say, okay, we need to move in this direction, this direction. For example, for Cloud Foundry, at the beginning, it was in Takasi, but in Amsterdam. And it was the first setup with the open source version. And ah, we right. said, okay, we have implemented Cloud Foundry. See, the developers are very okay. It's very powerful. And after, we have tried to say, okay, now, please, operation, implement it. I'm, I'm curious, and this is, this is a good instance. It might be too big, but like, how do you 
walk through that? Like, like, do you do you come? Do you have a system, a process that you go through that? Or at the beginning, it was not a process. Is it more just talking with say, people? No, no. At the beginning, we have started in Takasi to implement the CI/CD mm-hmm. more on the CI part at the beginning. Right, right. It was ten years ago, and so uh, it was good because, in fact, we are autonomous. Okay, I have my Jira, I have my Bucket, I have my Bamboo, and right, right, right. all it was perfect. And to deploy, please, <laughs> cooperation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please notice. And by this way, that's why we say, maybe uh, if we want to have a sandbox or things like that, uh, in kind of side, people say, okay, Cloud Foundry is powerful, so they have tried to implement it. So they have implemented. Project moved. And when we said, okay, operation, maybe you need to check, it can be powerful too. It was a little bit, at the beginning, difficult because I say, okay, but we provide tools. What do you have in Cloud Foundry, which should create in our tooling? So it was, uh, right, right, right. So beginning of starting like this. And at the end, I say, okay, we are going to build a joint Cloud Foundry team and we want to be deliver, uh, the Cloud Foundry, uh, solution. And, and so, I mean, I mean, it, it strikes me that you're right in the middle of developers and operators, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, it's, like, it's a subset, in fact, of Takasi. It was uh, right. the team which manages CI CD has done that. Oh, right, right, right. It's and, not the team which manages the framework or things like that. They have used it. I say, why? Well, yes. And, it's powerful. Just I have to click and I can't deploy my application. It's incredible. Right. So uh, that's starting like this. So, so like in the instance of, of uh, a PCF or, or something else, like how, how do you, is, what are the differences between sort of working with the developers and working with the operations people? Like, like you're saying. Uh, it was, it was difficult because what we see, we started with the Cloud Foundry open source. Uh-huh. So when we, uh, operations wanted to start, I say, okay, we are today, you are using Tomcat as an open source. So, Cloud Foundry is an open source. We are going to implement it in open source. Right, right. And, uh, and this is what the developers were saying? Or? No problem, no problem. Okay. I want the platform. Right, right, source right. or pivotal, no problem for them. But what we saw, in fact, is uh, the transformation in ops was more difficult with the open source version because mm. what we see, they have a lot of silo. And so, you need to convince one department. They say, okay, it's interesting, but I want to add the databases. So that person, do you have a budget? No? Okay. Hmm. And one thing, so when uh, Pivotal guys arrive, they say, okay, we can help you to set up. We can help you to enable all the team. What is the container? What is the concept? What, what we need to, uh, to, to work together and, right. and break the silo. And uh, have person, uh, some person outside the company uh, help a lot because they are most heard, in fact. Well, that, you know, I... That's an interesting point that having working with developers it can be faster because I guess there's less of them, <laughs> right? Like, like there's, it's sort uh, of. That depends. In fact, you have some uh, key developers. Like right, you know right. it. And so when you say, hey, please, during the coffee, you say, I, you want this? Oh, you can do it very quickly like this, like this. Right, right. And by this way, you can, you can uh, propagate yeah. the, uh, the knowledge. So that's a good point. For example, when we have started the app transformation, of course, we are going to see some developers we are knowing because we say you have no budget. You need yeah. to take on your budget, this transformation. But we have some people from Takasi and Pivotal came and helped you to set up the transformation. And of course, it was much easier when you're knowing the developers. Right, What right. we see is for the uh, early adopter, it's easy. But after you want to scale, it's not enough. And now, for example, we are going to, uh, to base by the hierarchical, uh, mm. way. To right. Say, okay, we wanted to, uh, 
to replatform, to uh, modernize application. So you need budget, you need to evaluate, you need to analyze the portfolio. It's much larger in scope. Yes, it's more right, larger. Right, right. It's what we are today, in fact. Right, right. And so it sounds like with developers, before you get to the uh, larger in scope, uh, you know, application transformation stuff. But initially, it's a lot more casual <laughs> to talk with them. I mean, you know, you, as you said, you can talk with them over coffee and you know the key people. But then, as you were saying, in operations, there are many different silos. Yeah. And so you almost have to go visit and no, the, the learn point, all those different yeah, people. No, the good point is uh, when we see Cloud Foundry open source as really difficult to implement in ops, the idea is a high decision in uh, a France Calend to say, okay, we are creating a new program dedicated on the containerized platform. Mm. And there is already a lot of initiative around Kubernetes, Docker, things like that. And they say, okay, we put all the people in the same place. We create a virtual team. Right, right, right. And in this virtual team, me and Julien are the, the dev representative. So we have created what we call ah, the right. MVP. And yeah, we yeah. say, okay, we have done a survey with the developer. That's the features I want. We have created the subset because at the beginning it was more than one. 100 of uh, requirements. <laughs> As so always, right? If we say that to the OpenSpeed, develop that we have 100, it's very hard. So at the end, reduce it to uh, 40, I think. Okay, that's a big 40. reduction. And yeah. most of them are more about uh, platform concept. Yeah, yeah. And some of them are uh, about uh, the services. Okay. For example, in the services, we said just, please put in self-service a Postgre and release. And the rest was more, okay, I want to be able to manage myself, my environment. I want to be able to... Uh, to uh, declare automatically the DNS, but think we have natively, in fact, in the platform mostly. On, on that point, I'm curious, like, so what were like some of the 60 things that were cut? Like, it, it's interesting to think about like what actually are the high priority things versus... Mostly not. was services at the beginning because, for mm -hmm. example, we wanted Oracle, we wanted uh, MySQL, RabbitMQ, uh, a lot of services. Right. And uh, some of them are most... Uh, about the autonomy of the developer for um, existing things inside mm. the platform because today we can reach them by a cups, for example, in, yeah. in Cloud Foundry. I guess what you're saying is, so you might have, I'm just making up some numbers, you might have 50 existing services, whether they're data services or process things. And of course, you've got to do all 50 of them, <laughs> right? That's all priority one. But you can kind of systematically go through and say, well, you could. You, they already exist, Right, so we could do a minimal amount of work to make it so you can use them, and at some point we could integrate them more fully into the platform. But you can—they're not so high priority versus other ones that we need to make more native. In, in yeah, the for example, when we have keep uh, Redis and Postgre at the beginning, mm. it was just because all new projects in our France KLM should use as a rational database Postgre. So as we said, we are going to put this one. Yeah, because mostly of application have a database at the minimum. Right, right. And uh, for uh, Redis, it was simple. If uh, we started to implement a Node.js application, and if you want a distributed caching, bah, it's Redis. It's not a <laughs> Postgre. So that's why we put these two in the high priority. So you have that prioritization of services. Yeah. And I guess, where does that go? <laughs> is that is that what goes back to operations to work on? Or does your team work on that? Or No. In cut, we are just, we are providing the requirement to explain what we want. Uh -huh. And after, it's in his operations, they should provide us. But uh, it was very difficult at the beginning because uh, to push the requirement of the size broker, we have four teams in operation can handle it. Mm. And that's a good thing. The last, uh, last month, they say, okay, we are only one entry point. So for me, it was most simple. Huh? I speak with them, and these people is going to dispatch in operation. 
because, for example, I have the database team, I have the storage team, etc., etc. So each time I want something, I need to discuss with the architect of ours or the responsible of the platform. So now, uh, in operations, I have rationalized. Right, so right. for us, it's not or is easy. In fact, if we check with the operation, I already the services right, for right. the current uh, stacks. Right. And uh, so what we ask them is just we wanted to be able to consume uh, as a self-service. And so, by the way, we could ask us to create a service broker. There is a service ah, broker right, right, right. today inside the platform. But when yeah. we ask to the, to the uh, operation, please install it, they say, no, it's difficult because we don't manage this stack. We don't manage this OS. We have our... And, um, and they say, no, uh, we wanted to use our uh, uh, current uh, Redis implementation. And so for that, of course, I need to create their own service brokering to do that. Uh -huh. So now there is one dedicated team to do it. Oh, right, right, right. That's sort of like the, the service broker team. Yeah. So, so having, having gone through all of this for, for a long time, if let's say someone was starting uh, new doing this, right, out, outside of Air France KLM, like what's like the playbook you would give them like like what, what what's like the recipe <laughs> you would give them for putting this together a team like this together now, in fact today when uh, we have new people arrive in la france KLM, we are explaining uh, all what is working in la france what is the cicd what is uh, all the toolings they should to use the starter pack if you want sure and your initial uh, sort of on-ramping yes just to, to see yes what is the entity what is legacy what can help they can provide for us and uh, after they have uh, in the wiki all information to set up their own environment ah, right, right, themselves. Right. And today, well, we wanted to improve it. So we have created the TechAssist Pro, where is a coaching to, for the first sprint, if you want. More we work with us because uh, previously, we are uh, just waiting. The developers say, I have need to help. And they come and we help to solve the problem. And yeah, uh, yeah. two days later, they come again and they say, I have a problem. So now the idea is, okay, you start. We are going to help you to set up your, uh, your environment. And we are more close for one week, for example. And uh, we help up to set up and to be sure the CICD is implemented, the, the code is set up. Oh, like in the inversion control. And yeah, yeah this, so there's almost, I mean, we, we, we at Pivotal call that kind of process like a dojo. Right? Yeah, like where, where dojo. Which is a I fancy think we are, word we're learning training. today with the yeah. transformation. Today, we learn about the pairing method. Maybe something we can uh, put inside in place. We are going to see because what you see was powerful for Dells. So maybe it's a good idea to enable the people by this way too. Yeah. So so that seems like a, a a part of the cookbook of setting it up is is and to say it out loud seems obvious, but people probably don't do it. Is you should do some training, <laughs> right? Like like when when you come up with the common uh, services for developers and not only do you want them to use the existing ones, but understand the process of getting new ones added, you've got to train them about that rather than just sending them like, yeah. here's a wiki page to read. Good yeah, luck. But no, that's why we, we wanted to focus more on the, uh, on the coaching. Part. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Because what we see in the people, even if you have a nice documentation, most of the developers don't read it. And yeah. it's hard to keep it very up to date. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Because it changes very fast. So uh, yes, we, we put effort today on, uh, on the coaching part. So that's a, the, the coaching part's a huge amount of the, uh, the process. Yeah, the process is, uh, yeah. All right, well, well, as the final question. So uh, when you're thinking about like, you know, 
everyone, including myself, go on vacation for a while. I'll come back. It'll be a nice fall. Like, what, uh, what are you planning on? Like, what's a problem you're planning on solving over the next, like, six months or so? Like, is it, is it just down to the services to implement or is there a part of the process you want to fix? Like, well, I think how are you going to improve the team? I think two things. On upside, what uh, they should deliver now is the brokering and the PKS environment. Mm. Because it's not yet uh, common in a France Island. And the uh, last one is to enlarge the service brokering we have today. Right, right. At the uh, main point. And uh, continue the PP transformation. Right, right. Yeah, that, that'll be interesting. There's not that many people. So it was not the last question. No, <laughs> no I, I, you know, I, I'm always bad at that. I usually ask like one or two more questions. Last topic area, let's call it. Uh, but... Um, That'll, you'll be in an interesting role because there's not that many organizations like Air France, KLM that are figuring out providing Kubernetes as a service, right? Like yeah. with PKS. And so that'll be really fun to like see what that's like, right? Like to see what people actually end up using and how it's supported. And there'll be a lot of over the next, if, if we talk in a year, you should have a lot of good stories <laughs> about yes, what that actually sure. looks like. I think on the story, as I said previously, I started a long time ago. On yeah. KLM side, they have already a lot of applications running Kubernetes. So we have a lot of learn about how to integrate in the CICD, how to do patch management. So I think we have uh, the best of the world. Yeah, With yeah. PaaS and PKS, yes, we can bring uh, the new stage. Absolutely. Yeah, well, thank you. It's, it's, you know, we, we, uh, there's always a lot of discussions in the community about like doing platform as a product and developer services and getting, getting a little notion of the actual, um, what would you call it, the struggles slash exciting learnings, <laughs> right? The, the way it actually works and the people you need to talk with and, and the processes you arrange are not so great. Doc, they're not documented as well as they could. So I think you yeah. give us a little look at it. So thanks. I appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks for good.